Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. for us and we thank you for your faithfulness in every single season of life and father we just invite you this morning that you would come and walk in the room here with us today father I ask that you would walk into this room right here right now and father together we ask that you would walk into every lounge room into every home, into every place where we are today. Lord, we invite you to come. We invite you to come and fill the atmosphere. We invite you to come and change the atmosphere with your love and your presence. And we ask this morning that you would have your way and we ask you would speak to us and we ask that you would fill us and refresh us and and that you truly would transform our hearts and you would do such a good work in us today. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. And we ask that in us and through us, you would be glorified. You would be honored. You would be lifted high. We love you and we worship you and we glorify you today in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Well, we've had a wonderful past few weeks where Marty's been sharing on awakening. And this has been a topic that we've really heard the Lord stirring in the church, not just locally, but globally. God is doing something. He is on the move. And his purpose, and I believe his heart and his passion has always been to awaken our hearts, that we can really enter into deeper relationship with him and enjoy even greater intimacy with him. We've been really blessed and privileged over our lifetimes and in the the little space that we've been blessed to walk this planet to really experience quite incredible outpourings of the Holy Spirit. I remember back when I was 17, having my first real encounter with the presence of God, with Jesus, and it changed my whole life. And we were blessed to walk through a a decade of incredible outpouring and even to this day to still experience his presence and to still encounter him and to still receive revelation from his heart is such a precious gift. But we're always hungry for more and, and we really feel that the Lord is stirring in us a hunger and a prayer that we would seek him for a fresh outpouring and for a fresh awakening and for a fresh renewal. For me personally, there's something that I've really seen in my life that I have been thankful and and I'm very blessed and thankful to God for the times where I've encountered His Spirit and His presence and, and really supernatural touches of who He is in my life. And it's shaped me to who I am today. And what I've learned is that Every single time that I've experienced a really special touch of God's presence, it has been preceded by a season of really calling out to Him and seeking Him and hungering and thirsting for Him. I've also come to see sometimes God responds to our heart cry and our prayers. Sometimes He responds to those who are praying for us. There's a verse that I love. I actually have it written on my watch here on my Apple watch and it's Jeremiah 
29.13, it says, sorry, Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable things you do not know. This for me, I believe is something that is God's heart. Call to me and I will answer you. God's heart is always to bless us. God's heart is always to pour his love on us. God's heart is to always continually shower us with his goodness. He is the ultimate father. He is just full to overflowing all the time with love for us. No matter what we're going through, no matter if we succeed or if we fail or if we make mistakes or whatever we're going through in life, whether we're deliberately choosing him or whether we're running from him, his heart is always filled to overflowing with love for us. So he is always ready and waiting to pour out his goodness. But it says here, call to me and I will answer you. His heart really has always been for relationship. His heart has always been that we would have relationship with him. And the call to me part is his heart saying, I want to hear your heart. I want to hear your heart cry. I want relationship with you. If it were all one way and if we just continually sat in this place saying, God, come bless us. God, do this. God, do that. We would become very self-centered in our lives. But when he calls us and invites us into relationship with him and he calls us to begin to seek him and he calls us and invites our heart cry to come forward, it blesses his heart, just like it blesses our heart when he draws near and fills us and touches us with his presence. So for me, the very first time I really encountered him and encountered his presence and, and really a, a supernatural touch of God was when I was 17 and I was going through a difficult phase in my life and, and I was going through some real challenges. And I wasn't in a place where I was seeking God. I wasn't in a space where I even knew how to call out to God in that season. But my parents did on my behalf. And my mum would cry out to God on my behalf. And they would seek the Lord and they would pray and they would ask Him and they would seek His heart on my behalf. And when I was 17, I came along one time to this very church for the first time and I went forward for prayer and God touched my life supernaturally that day and he filled me with his presence and he filled me with his spirit and I went down on the floor and I just lay there I have no idea how long for but I got up a completely different person by the grace of God and I went home and I think I stayed up most of the night reading my Bible, devouring everything I could read in my Bible. And I'd grown up in a Christian home, blessed to have Christian parents. And I'd known the Lord my whole life, but I had never encountered a heart encounter with him for myself. That changed everything that night for me. I completely was a different person. All the questions in my life, the struggles, the difficulties I was facing, the things that I was doing, I, I totally changed overnight. And I fell in love with Jesus for the first time again. And it was such a dramatic change that I know my parents were quite shocked at what God had done and pleased and thankful. But their prayers birthed something in me. Prayer is so powerful. Prayer is something that if we could actually see the outworking of our prayer, if we could see what God does when we pray, if we could see more in the spirit realm of what he is releasing through our prayers, I think we wouldn't be encouraged so much more by the power of our prayers because sometimes we can underestimate how powerful our prayers are. 
The Bible says that the prayer of a righteous man or woman is powerful and effective. Your prayers matter. My prayers matter. Our heart cry matters. And I really believe in this season that God is calling us into a space where we would call to him where we would seek him and find him, where we would knock until the door is open. He's inviting us into a space to begin to call afresh on him because he is longing and willing and waiting to pour fresh outpouring onto all of our lives. Prayer is really powerful. I've also known other encounters of the Lord and and really, to be honest, every outpouring of the Lord is just a sovereign gift, I believe. It is all the grace of God. It is all the goodness and the mercy and the kindness of God. I truly am a big believer in everything that he does for us is out of love. Every single thing that he does is out of his incredible love. A love that, to be honest, we will never completely fathom this side of heaven. His love is stronger and deeper and more beautiful and powerful than we could ever comprehend. But we are so blessed to be able to experience that in our lifetime. So... Another time when I really encountered the Lord was a time where I had been really seeking Him and calling out to Him. I'd been calling out to Him for answers and calling out to Him for breakthrough in my life in certain things that we were walking through at the time and really asking Him to come in and to change the circumstances and to change the situation I was walking through. But I remember pacing my lounge room. I remember getting up in the morning while the kids were asleep and walking around my coffee table and and just calling on the Lord to come and help me and to come and intervene. And it wasn't long after that season. I, I must admit, I remembered in that season thinking, God, why aren't you answering me? I'm calling out here and you're not answering me. And sometimes we feel like that in different seasons. We, we wonder where he is or if he's listening, but he is and he is coming. So after that season, I really had an encounter with him where this one really impacted me very deeply. And again, I ended up on floor <laughs> um, and I just had the fire of his holiness go all over my body to the point where I saw how beautiful and and how good and how pure and how incredible he is. And in light of that fire in me, I saw in me every part of, of who I was in and of myself. And I saw the pain that I was carrying and I saw the unresolved things and I saw my own rebellion and I saw my own sin and I saw, I saw myself in a whole new way in the light of his holiness. And, and as that fire went through my body, I just remember being on the floor and it would have looked completely crazy from the outside, but I just remember screaming out, no, no, God, I can't take any more. I was undone by the fact that I thought I was a good person and I'm not saying that I wasn't, but I didn't really understand that sin is sin and it separates us from him. And I hadn't seen the little things that I was carrying. I hadn't seen those things in that light before. And I realized in that moment that I was a sinner and I was unclean and that I needed him more than anything, more than I ever had comprehended. And then his liquid love just filled me from head to toe. And and it was really in that moment that my entire life became one bound in love to him. And and that moment is really why I'm here today and, and why 
I continue to walk through what we walk through and, and you know, there is, there is challenges in life and there are prices that you pay and, and in, in senior leadership in ministry there are things that we walk through as we lead and as we seek God's heart and, and sometimes it is mountaintops experience and sometimes it's valleys but all of that for me is a simple outworking of the fact that my heart is in love with Jesus. And no one has to ask me to serve him because it's not a sacrifice, it's love. And when God comes in this way and when he releases awakening in our hearts and in our spirits, he can do something in one moment that we can't do in a lifetime. He does something in us. He shifts things in us. He, he absolutely transforms us from the inside out. When he touches our lives, he deposits something of himself in us that is so supernatural that it shifts and transforms our life. And those are the moments that I am so thankful for. I have also come to learn over my lifetime that wherever there are mountains, there are valleys. And I don't know about you, but I, I understand the disciples when they said to Jesus, Jesus, let's just camp out on this glory cloud mountain on the Mount of Transfiguration. Let's just camp here, Lord, and let's just pitch a tent for you and Moses and Elijah and, and let's just stay here because I get that. <laughs> I just want to stay in those mountaintop experiences. But I've learned in life that where, where there are mountains, there are valleys. And, you know, God leads us to the mountaintop but he also leads us through the valleys. He leads us through seasons of his glory and his presence. He also leads us through seasons of fire. He leads us through many seasons of life, but this is called relationship. Again, for me, I believe everything that he does comes out of a heart of so much love for you and I. Adam and Eve were birthed out of his heart of love for family, for relationship, birthed out of heart, his heart to, to enjoy being together. Adam and Eve loved walking in the call of the day with, with the Father. They loved walking with him and enjoying his presence. And he enjoyed their presence. He loves relationship. And sometimes he takes us through seasons where he blesses us and he transforms us with his love and his presence and his power and his spirit. And other times he takes us through valleys. Other times he takes us through fire. And our faith and our love is tested in those times. I don't know about you. I do know about some of you that we hear from and, and I know some are going through challenges, have gone through challenges in this last season and it definitely has been a challenging season in many different ways and on many different levels. But I know for me personally, these last few weeks have been a season of challenge for me and God has been really doing a work in my life. Sometimes God allows us to walk through fire. He allows us to walk through challenges all with the very same purpose because he loves us and he's wanting to lead us closer to him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, Seek me and you'll find me when you seek me with all your heart. This is a verse that I've loved. I used to think when God says, Seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I used to think that that meant I needed to pray harder and I needed to seek more and I needed to fast more and I needed to put more strength and more effort and, and all that I could muster into seeking him. That's what it meant with my whole heart. And I remember thinking, well, I need to, I need to give more of who I am. And, and then 
I had a moment where I felt the Lord share with me, sometimes it's not about trying harder. Sometimes it's about bringing my whole heart and all the pieces of my heart that I have, the good pieces, the broken pieces, the messy pieces, the hurting pieces. Sometimes it's about seeking him and bringing him my whole heart and allowing him to heal and mend my heart so that it's no longer a heart in pieces, but that it is a whole heart. That the more healed I become, the more I'm able to bring that whole heart in seeking him. So seek me and you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart, with all your heart. God wants to heal our hearts. He wants to mend our hearts. And this last season for me over these past few weeks, especially, God has been doing a work in my heart. And something I've learned over the years when walking through trial, when walking through fire, when walking through valley seasons, when walking through testing times, something I've learned that is really valuable is to come in those seasons and to bring my situation before him, to bring my heart before him, the messy bits, the hurting bits, the broken bits, to bring my heart before him and ask him, Lord, what do you want to speak to me in this season? Father, what are you wanting to show me in this season? Because we can get really stuck in external circumstances or external things that are happening that are hurting us and affecting us. But all of that happens again with the same purpose that God wants our heart. He wants your heart. He wants an awakening of intimacy and relationship with him that others will be transformed by the goodness of who he is in us and through us. So God's been doing that in my heart again and I've been blessed to receive ministry from a beautiful friend even this last week that again has just left my heart so blessed and so thankful. But sometimes I know when I've walked through difficult things, I have been stubborn and I have been lost or I have got stuck in certain seasons and I haven't come before the Lord or I have to a certain extent and then I've pulled back again in my pain. But I want to encourage you, if you're going through a season of challenge, if you're going through fire, if you're walking through pain, trust him with your pain. Trust him with your challenge and invite him into that space and and take time to invite him to come in and speak to you. Because I actually believe that there are two forms of awakening and two forms of renewal. And, And to put it really simply, there's the public one and there's the private one. There's public outpouring where God comes sovereignly and pours his spirit out on us corporately and and he does it either in certain locations or globally and I believe globally is his heart this day because the world is so much closer now than it's ever been before through the internet and social media and, and even travel when we're allowed to but we are so much closer than we've ever been we are more connected than we've ever been but God uses both with the same purpose, to awaken our heart to Him, to awaken our heart to deeper relationship and deeper intimacy and to see the lost come running in because they will then see Jesus. They won't just see our brokenness and our issues. They will see Jesus. So He is wanting to awaken our hearts 
And he might be doing that in you or in me in this season in a personal awakening. A personal awakening looks like the fact that he is bringing things to the surface in our lives and he is healing us and he is pouring his love into those areas where we've been carrying pain or burdens and he is lifting things off our shoulders and setting us free. That is a level of awakening because we are awakened again to his love. Or it might look like in the public setting, it might look like where he poured out his spirit on me that time and his fire came upon me and I became aware of what was really going on inside of me. So he can do this in a public way or a private way. And sometimes he even precedes a season of fire and a season of challenge. Sometimes we walk through that before he releases something significant in the public place. But I believe at the end of the day, from my own heart and from my own life, I really believe that his heart is always intimacy and relationship. He really loves being with you. He loves being with me more than we really understand. And, and when you taste and you see of his love and his goodness and his kindness, as I know many of you have, there is nothing else in this world that compares. There is no one else and nothing else that can satisfy like he does. So I want to encourage you today, whether you find yourself in a place of crying out for, for revival and awakening, or whether you're walking through fire and God is doing a, 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 a precious work in your heart in the secret place and in the private place, I want to encourage you, invite him in to speak to you. Ask him what he's doing. Listen to his heart and let him begin to to move those things out of the way that he wants to move out of the way so that we can come into closer connection and closer relationship with him. I'm so thankful for the incredible seasons where God has poured out his spirit and we are so hungry for him to do that again. One thing that we have come to realize is that God is God and he will do things the way he wants to do things because he understands things far more than we do. And, and he has a plan and, and a purpose that is far bigger than we could ever comprehend. And even in our seeking of him and our calling out to him, he may do things in a different way. He, it may look different than what it's looked in the past. It may sound different. It may be different, but that's okay. Because ultimately, if our goal is for more of him, then we're in the right place because his heart is for more of us. And really, that's what we're hungering for. Because when the heart comes alive and when the spirit is awakened, I tell you, there is nothing you won't do for Jesus. I remember when I was 17, that very first encounter I had with the Lord and where the Holy Spirit became real to me in that encounter. And I was really baptized in, in his spirit. I remember at uni in those coming weeks, I'd go back to uni and my friends thought I had lost it because I'm talking about Jesus and I'm, I'm sharing with them about what he had done in my life and they had never heard that from me before and I got a big Jesus sticker and I stuck it on the back of my car and they were like, what is going on with you? But I tell you, when Jesus does a work in our heart, people know about it. People see it. The fruit is there. That is a beautiful thing whether he does it in public or whether he does it in private, he always has a heart to, to be with us so that we can experience him and go deeper with him. So I just want to say to you, don't stop wherever you're at. 
Don't stop. Keep seeking him. Keep calling out to him like Jeremiah 29. Keep asking him and inviting him to speak to your heart and to speak to your life because he is more willing than we could ever know or comprehend. Yet he is also so patient that he won't overstep. He won't force his way in. He is loving and good and kind. And even though sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes like a fire. He comes like a mighty rushing wind. He comes and he moves in power. He does that always out of love. He is always good. And I'm excited for what God's going to do. We're excited for what God's going to do in this coming season because we know that so many of you have been praying. We know that so many globally have been praying and, and God hears those prayers. And sometimes it takes difficult seasons to awaken us and to awaken the body of Christ and the bride of Christ. Sometimes it takes those difficult seasons to move us to begin to seek his face and to call out for his presence like never before but he is willing and he is ready and he is waiting to pour out in your life and in our lives and we're excited to see what he does and really looking forward to the days ahead so I just want to pray as we finish today Father, we thank you so much for your incredible love. We thank you that you are so full of grace and mercy and kindness to us, that you don't see us with all our faults and failures. You see us through eyes of love. We see mess and you see joy. <laughs> we see hardship and you see victory. And Lord, we just thank you that you are always for us and that your love is stronger than anything that we face or anything that we go through. And, and we thank you, Lord, that, that you are also ready and waiting to pour yourself out on our lives. And Lord, I thank you for your promise that says that as earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to their kids, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Lord, you are ready and waiting and hungry to pour yourself upon us afresh. And Father, we ask right now together, as one body, as one family, as your family, we ask, Lord, that you will pour your spirit afresh on us. We ask that as we gather back together, that you will pour your presence into our hearts, that you will pour your love and your goodness and your kindness into every part of who we are. We ask for a fresh outpouring. We ask for a fresh awakening. We ask for spirits and hearts to come alive. Lord, we thank you that this is your heart's desire. Lord, even more than ours. So Father, together as one, we invite you to come and have your way in us and to have your way through us and we ask that you would be glorified and Jesus you would be lifted high and we ask that you would draw all men into your goodness and into your love and into beautiful relationship with you and Father we thank you for what you're doing in us we thank you that you always walk with us and we thank you for your incredible love and presence in our lives in Jesus beautiful name amen